Realtor.com is making a stand for buyer representation, and you can too. Join Realtor.com in sharing the list of 111 things buyer's agents do. Visit Realtor.com slash buyer agent toolkit to help spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. Welcome to The Real Trending Podcast, where your host, Steve Murray, founder of Real Trends Consulting and a senior advisor to HousingWire, offers insight and analysis on trending real estate issues. To stay up to date on the current trends in the industry, subscribe to our podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Hi, this is Steve Murray for Real Trends and HW Media. Three areas to cover today. These are more leadership and thoughtfulness. Some lessons learned. It's interesting. I remember hearing from Jim Collins, author of Good to Great, many other fabulous leadership and management books, at a gathering of Eagles years ago, and he talked about three priorities. Secondly, he wanted to talk about similarities between lessons I just saw and reviewed for a pastor of a church and how similar they are to the same lessons you'd have as the leader of a brokerage company or a team. And last, the whole issue of unsolicited advice. So let's get started. First, Jim Collins spoke at a gathering of eagles four years ago now, back in 2017. And one of the highlights of the entire presentation that he made was the focus on priorities. He made the statement that in all his work with major institutions, corporations, both private and public and profit-making and nonprofit, One of the biggest challenges faced by leaders was keeping your priorities in order. That was number one, but number two was to keep your true priorities and the list of priorities very short. In essence, he said, if you have more than three priorities, you have no priorities. I was reminded of this about some information that came out about the public companies in our industry and all the earnings reports that came out in the last two weeks or so, and you look at the variety of financial performance and growth and so on and so forth. But when you read the management's review and summary, you note that some of these companies, they don't have three priorities. They have seemingly seven, eight, or nine priorities because they talk about all of them in their management discussion of results in the future. And that's what caught my attention more than anything is, well, we're going to be good at this, and we're going to be good at this, and we're going to grow this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to focus on this. And I was reminded of Colin's warning to leaders, if you have more than three priorities, you don't really have priorities. You just have a list of things you want to get done. And I think he's right. And I think it's a time for all of us to be reminded as we finish this 
for us in the brokerage industry, extremely fine year of business. In fact, now 18 to 20 months of extremely great results, some of the best ever. As we go into a little bit more unchartered territory next year, that you keep your priority list very, very simple. Maybe it's four instead of three. Maybe it's two. But Collins's point should be well taken by every one of us. You need to keep your priority list very small so that you can focus on achieving great things by focusing on the things that are most important to the success of your company. It's a great lesson. Secondly, reviewing a number of documents for church leadership. I'm an elder of a church here in Castle Rock, Colorado, and we're going through a number of discussions about how to make sure we stay focused on the things we need to stay focused on with God's grace that we do so. But it was interesting, one of the articles that all of the elders read talked about the things that pastors should stay focused on. And I thought it was ironic, and would share this with you, that even pastors of churches, the same things that the leader of a brokerage company or a team has to stay focused on, so do pastors. For instance, one is said, pay attention to your most committed members in your church. Don't always allow yourself to get dragged into discussions and meetings and counseling sessions just with those who are hurting, but you need to give a lot of time to the people who are most committed, who serve in your ministries and serve as your volunteers, that you need to stay focused on them. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Secondly, learning to say no. Can you imagine pastors who are the best pastors I've ever known are They're people pleasers. They really enjoy building relationships. They're very, very good at that. But it makes it also very difficult to say no. Does it sound familiar to anybody listening to this that some of the biggest challenges we have are saying no? Another one that popped up was stop obsessing. This is a lesson for pastors. Stop obsessing over lost members. Now, great pastors are always worried about losing members. No different than a great broker's leader is concerned and worries about losing top agents and teams. The lesson here is don't obsess about it. It's going to happen. You need to focus on the people that make up your core group and that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing if you're a pastor, which is teaching and preaching and ministering to people. It's a great lesson for brokers, too. Isn't it fascinating the similarities between a successful broker owner and the successful pastor or priest of a church? On the last topic, those who know me well know one of the things we've talked about for years and I personally believe firmly is that no one, no one likes unsolicited advice whether it's personal or business. And we all know people, we all have friends, we all have business associates, partners, where when you describe an issue or a problem, 
they immediately want to try to solve it for you. A famous book from years and years ago, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And one of the great lessons in there is your wives, your girlfriends, your mothers, your sisters, women don't really want you to solve their problem all the time. They just want you to listen to what they have to say. Well, the same thing goes for any relationship we have with anybody we work with or people who are our good friends. No one, but no one likes unsolicited advice, personal or business. You might keep that in mind as we move forward into the holiday seasons. Christmas is not far away. Keep that in mind in all your relationships to show a great deal of patience with people, but don't be eager to offer advice unless it's asked for by whom you're meeting with. This has been Steve Murray for Real Trends and HW Media. Thank you for listening to Real Trending. To stay up to date on the current trends in the industry, subscribe to our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more.